Hi, hello, welcome back to another episode of Understand Shant. I am your host, and this week I will be talking about dating. Yes. So this week was a bit of a roller coaster for me, and I'm very late on this episode, so less editing and more realness. I'm very much excited to share my week because I consider this podcast as my diary. So I will be sharing personal things and maybe you find yourself in it as well. Now, since last episode, the fun kind of started. This week was very much diverse uh, besides the job. Um, it's not really relevant, so I'm not going to tell you. So some time ago, um, in a different episode, I have mentioned about being... Uh, taking part of a campaign shoot for a Japanese snack. It was really fun, met a lot of people there, cool experience. And they have invited me back for a second campaign shoot. But this time it was slightly different. I asked, do you guys need more people? And they're like, yes, please do. Please invite others. And I'm like, cool. And so I invited uh, my friends to take part in it as well. But here's the thing. They all don't, like, my friends, they all don't know each other. I just put them there and, you know, you guys, figure it out, have fun, bye, I get back to you. Because <laughs> I also want to say to the camera crews and uh, the, the known faces uh, who are already in the production, so I was gone for a bit as well. And there was a lot of distra- distractions for me, you know. I was there from 8 in the morning until 11 in the evening. I was <laughs> I was a little bit enthusiastic my crossed eyes saw the wrong timetable. Uh, there was this person right above my name and he was standing from 8 in the morning until 11 in the evening. And I was supposed to start at 12 noon until 11 in the evening. But I was so excited that, you know, my crossed eye, it saw it, it was seeing 8 in the morning until 11. So yeah. But anyways, I was there somehow. It was fun. Um, and on that day, I slept at 3. AM. So this is what happened. So the campaign shooting finished perfectly on time at 11 p.m. But during the shoot, some girls group got closer together and in the end, one of my friend was uh, friendly enough to drop the, the group of girls back at the station. And there's this one girl in particular, she had a really big suitcase. I, I wouldn't say she was troubled, but she was cool with it, you know. Um, she was all last minute planning. Uh, either she traveled back two hours by train to her home or uh, staying in a hotel and have to pay 100 euros for a night or uh, she can call a friend in that neighborhood hoping she could, you know, like sleep on the couch. But he wasn't even close to the neighborhood and I thought, you know, I'll help her finding on uh, a hotel uh, and it was already like, you know, 11 p.m., 12-ish. So eventually I was like, you know what? Let's book for us a hotel room. And I just met her on that day. We had the same energy. And this was all last minute, unplanned, living the moment, chaotic, flexible, young, don't care in the world. And at 1 a.m., like we had, we had some lemonade. Okay. Don't argue with me about beverages. But during that time, past 12, it was my birthday. And stranger on my birthday. I mean, at that moment, but now we're like, we're friends. So she was the first person to congratulate me. How many of you guys experienced this absurd birthday? Shant, how do you have balls to manage these kinds of actions? 
Well, like I said, you know, chaos, young, no care in the world. I'm trying to get a life, and this is a way. Really, it's easy. Trust me, it's easy. Really, mm-hmm. But seriously, yeah, really easy. Anyways, also, I went to someone else's birthday, who has the exact birth date. I will gather all the puzzles. Why this week was interesting. So, in the very, 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 very previous episode of the episode called "I Don't Have a Zodiac," that episode is saying. Uh, in other words, that I don't have a birth date, which is funny because I a second ago I said I it was my birthday, but that is my documented birth date. I say it again: I'm adopted, so I don't know my exact birth date. So bringing back that subject, because in that episode of I don't have a zodiac, that episode I told the story how a guy contacted me on Facebook when I was fifteen. Uh, saying he knows my sisters, but we don't know each other at all. I'm like, what? So long story short, he and his sister are also adopted from the same orphanage that I was in, from the same district, and he and I have the exact same birth date. And years later, we've gotten closer. So I got invited to his birthday, yeah, and I got really close with his sister. So <laughs> I think we're turning BFF now. So. Want to know the details? Go check out that podcast. Check, 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 check. So that was very wonderful、um, day. So okay, in the end, I didn't celebrate my birthday、uh, because I have many ideas on how I want to celebrate. But in the end, I'm like, you know, never mind. Fuck the shit. If you, if I'm indecisive, just don't do it. Okay. So that was me. <sighs> okay. Now we've come down to the theme dating, and the topic will be about love language. Okay, have you guys heard of that? Yeah. Okay, for me, I have heard of it, but never really understand the concept. So now, with after the research and stuff, and more interest in that, I finally understand, and I will share with you. Here's the situation. Have you ever been in this situation? Where you were dating a person and it feels like he or she just doesn't give the affection you want or mostly need, or that you already are in a relationship, but that over time it feels like the effort is slowly going backwards and it feels distant. The answer could lie with the different love language you two have. To clarify this concept, I will first form the basic questions I'm gonna try to answer. So, what is the concept of love language? What are the five or perhaps six types of love languages? What can you do to improve the situation? So let's start with the first question: What is the concept of love language? Let me also add some background information. So Dr. Gary Chapman, who was a couple counselor, also became the author of the book called Five Love Languages. While he was counseling for years, he slowly、uh, started to see patterns why couples don't always work out and. He came across the concept of the five love languages. Now, the couples he helped is that they truly love each other,、um, but they feel like they are being apart. You want that spark back, okay? You may express affections to your significant other regularly, but do you truly take the time to make sure you're communicating it the way your partner wants to receive it? Even love can sometimes get lost in translation when two partners speak different love languages. 
Basically, he was helping the couples to discover the individual's love languages. Since then, it helped countless marriages. And because he wrote the book, it sold millions of copies. And words to words, mouth to mouth, and then boomed. So, I, Sean, have known this concept for years, but never truly understand or apply this in real situation with my crushes. But the theory and concept make sense, so you would think this works in practice as well. I mean, wait, how often do I fall in love? Barely. So I didn't really put into practice much. I just know the concept, but I am ready to fully understand and find my fundamental love language in order later on. So, time to share and time to discover. So, what are the five or perhaps six love languages? So, the following I will not be saying in orders, okay? So, the first love language I will mention is quality time. So, quality time speaks for itself. People whose love language quality time feels much loved and cherished and prioritized when they spend meaningful time with their loved one. You are giving your undivided attention or you get undivided attention. Building strong relationship comes from meaningful connections. Spending time together with active activities such as sport or walking in the park, but even simple times sitting on the couch, looking each other in the eye. Now, what Dr. Chapman means is not sitting on the couch and staring at the TV together. No, 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 no. You talk to each other. And you look at them in the eye and phones out of sight. I find that people get this couch TV moment very confusing because you are together in a room and thus kind of like quality time. But at the same time, it's not because you are both staring at a TV screen. So it doesn't really count as quality time. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so we're moving on to the next love language. The second one is act of service. This is the non-verbal form of love that can be time-consuming and exhausting. But if it's what your if if your partner is needing this, then it's worth the effort. It's described as doing something for your spouse or partner that you know they would like, such as cooking them their favorite food or cleaning their car, do the laundry for them, cleaning the kitchen, etc. These sound like chores, but let's not forget, you can also send flowers, arrange a dinner table, pick her up at 7 p.m. for dinner, etc. In other words, this language is about demonstrations of love. Okay, next one. The third love language is gifts. Giving and or receiving gifts is another way to give love and feel loved by showing affection through gifts giving and is the most common among all the other love languages. According to Dr. Chapman, this love language is not about, you know, the item itself that you give. It's about showing them the effort and providing that you are thinking of them and that you listen and care for them. But love language gifts is often misunderstood. So for other people, receiving gifts can be sort of greedy because for them the recipient is more focused on the gifts than the thought behind it. Gifts could be sending flowers, a book, necklace, some small little things such as teddy bear or a photo of the two of you on a mug, maybe espresso machine, new suitcase she wanted, new knife set for her to kill you later, I don't know, whatever. You get me? Okay, good. So the next 
one is uh, physical touch. So we like that, you know, physical touch is the physical expression of love. It's the nonverbal love language that focus more on intimacy. It could be holding hands, laying your head on your partner's shoulder, or simply a hug, you know. Since this love language is physical in nature, some people tend to think it's simply about, you know, satisfying sensual needs. But desiring physical touch is usually more than sex and sensual needs. So having physical touch as your love language can be tricky at times, since most of the time, your partner may not understand what you want and thus creating frustration and confusion, you know? Then you think you're kind of like in a fuck buddy situation shit, but maybe not. Just talk to them. Okay. And then lastly, um, words of affirmation. So for people who prefer the words of affirmation as love languages, words are viewed as the main form of validation. Even if your relationship is going well, spelling out how you feel with words of affirmation can bring your partner great happiness and security. The affirmation sentence doesn't have to be long at all. You know, simple words on a sticky note such as, you look cute today, by the way, or, you know, good morning, or you can even make it more complex and write it down in an old-fashioned handwritten letter. You know, anything will do. Anything with positive words will make your partner feel validated and loved. We got the five love languages down. Now, there are some discussions of people who think there is a sixth or seventh love language. People say, oh, food. But no, it's not. You buy food. That's, you know, gifts or an act of service. Oh, but how how about exercise? Well, you go together and that's quality time. Uh, because you share something in common. Um, okay, you don't look each other in the eye, but you share the quality of the activity, okay? And I myself, I have thought about it as well. I thought intellectual. So words of affirmation is validating with spoken or written words. Only what do I mean with that? Everybody is intellectual, but being intellectual does not mean you can speak to everyone on the same level. I most likely will not be in a relationship with a person... Uh, a police officer because they have different viewpoint of the world and thus I also it's also a different level of intellect I'm just saying something okay I find myself more in the artist world so if you match the intellectual level then it helps a lot to understand one another sometimes I'll talk to people and I just cannot talk to them because they don't understand my intellectual level or the kind of intellectual I am looking for. You know what I'm saying? Never mind. But do you guys agree on this or so disagree? What are your ideas what the sixth or seventh love language could be? Perhaps there is none because or else Dr. Chapman would have found that way long ago. But Sean, it's great with all your explanation of love languages, but how do you put it into practice, especially with long distance relationship? Okay, it doesn't matter the distance, but how does that work with quality time and active service then? Well, if you have chosen long distance, then you know you can cope with distance because you put the other love languages higher on the list or lower. Plus, you can still find quality time in different ways. You know, FaceTiming nowadays, um, or if you really do want to, you know, kind of like 
bring some sense back, take one of his jacket and when you miss him, wear it or hold his jacket. Now for the gentlemen's, if you are having dinner with your colleagues and you miss her, pretend her hand is on your shoulder. I mean, it it doesn't it doesn't have to be a hand because maybe you imagine that her hand is on your thigh. That thing is just gonna go up. Okay, maybe panties. No shit, her blouse. Okay, her scent is in her blouse.、Um, feels like somehow she is near you. It's okay. It's easier said than done, but it's a relief that way. Generally. Love language—it's a mix of everything. You take her to dinner; it's act of service and quality time. You take her to an amusement park—that is quality time and perhaps gifts. You know, teddy bear, fluffy thing. You send her flowers with a note card—that's gifts and words of affirmation. There are many ways. Okay, I have looked back at previous long dating periods I've had. I didn't notice the love languages then. Since I digged deeper into my relations with people, I see differences in their behavior. One person likes more words of affirmation so much. Good for them. I know I'm not able to give words of affirmation because I'm already bad with language. So don't count on my words of affirmation for you.、Mm-hmm. And the other person is asking for a physical touch. I'm like nah, thank you, but that's because I'm not interested in you as you are to me, okay? And physical touch is it's kind of tricky. If I like you, I'm screaming from the inside, wanting to touch you, either friendship or more. But because I don't know how that person feels about me, it's better to back off. I think we all understand that. I think we even go through that phase, and I'm taking a like on the behavior on backing off. If someone touched me besides a hug, and we just met at an early stage, I'm like, what? Now, like so sudden. But it's a good sign, I know. But still, I became very cautious. I also prefer not hugging at the first meeting. I don't like, don't touch me. Just wave, just wave. I have learned to back off. I was friend zoning too many, and I didn't see that. That's that's why I'm learning to back off, keep my cool. But a lot of people relate to this. I can feel it. Okay, so those were the five love languages. You could be the best pair by personality and character, and it fits all well. And it's okay if the love languages is not the same. But it would be nice if it was. But knowing what the other person likes helps a lot on staying together. You know. You just gotta keep putting effort in for each other, and keep reminding yourself to show that will keep the flame going. What love you give to others is what you want the most. Money? No joke, joke. I have not felt a proper relationship with a guy yet, but looking at my past long dating periods, I can pick up some hints. So for me, my love languages that、uh, I want. Uh, in order, it starts with quality time. I mean, who doesn't?、Um, and then acts of service, physical touch, then words of affirmation, and lastly, gifts. Now, you probably you guys think like, oh my god, no, that's not for me. That's correct because now you know what yours is. I will tell you, act of service is high on my list because I give that to others. But at times, I am lazy as well, so I like you to give me service. And gifts was the last. I'm very picky, 
The only gifts you make me happy is sugary treats. That it, it can never go wrong with that. But it's better to not get me something at all. Love language is not only in relationships. It's for everyone to show to your friends, to your family. Of course, there are limits. You're not gonna go to bed with them. But sharing gifts works both ways. Help each other with babysitting or do grocery for your grandfather. All types of affection, you know, this is universal. Actually, you don't need to know love language to be able to go into a relationship. It's just a nice side note to help you on preparing your response on why people do a certain way. Just like astrology, for me, it's kind of like psychology. I use to understand human characters and traits to figure out how I could respond to their behavior. I'm not going to say. Oh, Aries, they're short-tempered. I'm not gonna hang out with them. No, I also know they like taking on leadership. This is just a general overview, but I know how to respond to their behavior. You can just encourage them in their work, you know. But you don't need astrology to know how to respond. But it's a nice side note as well. Now, with love language, I don't go analyze. Each person, what they need in kind of affection. No, they these things also go in discussions when the time comes. Hey, John, I wonder we are dating for six months, and I've noticed you gave me a lot of gifts, but I don't see you that often. Could you tell me why? And then John says, "Oh, you noticed? I'm sorry if it made you feel that way. I thought you liked that, but I really like you. What can I do to change that? You know, everything is discussable. Okay, so don't worry about that." So here's your homework. If you don't know your love language, think about it. Why is it that you find a certain love language not so important as the others? How and when will you communicate that with the person you will date? Even if you change your affection for that person,、uh, would you be able to give the love language your partner deserve? You know, break up sooner than later. Woo! Okay, coming to the end of the episode. How does your next week look like? For me, I'm very excited for the party season. More techno, please. So I welcome more chaos and pretend you are on drugs, but you're not. Have a nice day. Have a nice week. Have a nice weekend. You're here from soon. Cheers.